0: Thank you for tuning into this Decipher podcast on variations. Over the next six minutes or so, Paul Gibbons, our Managing Director, takes a look at what exactly a variation is, how to identify one, and what a contractor needs to do if a variation arises.
1: Well, we're all involved with construction projects where there are variations which arise from time to time. And those variations will come either from a contract administrator or an engineer's direct instruction, whether that would be a direct instruction under the FIDIC or under JCT or any NEC. And each of those instructions will have specific requirements around them. And I'll touch upon those a little bit later on in this session. You may well receive a variation via a change in drawings. And we come across many occasions whereby you may well have a revision A drawing that then develops into revision B, C, and D drawing, and the employer and the architect and engineer has shown changes in the drawings which don't necessarily correspond with a direct variation order. And it's incumbent upon the contractor sometimes or the subcontractor to find that variation within the drawing and to raise a relevant notification of a variation. So it's just, in my opinion, it's a it's a sneaky way to get variations issued within drawings in later revisions when I started out in industry there was a requirement for architects and engineers to uh, cloud or bubble the change and make those changes quite clear uh, that necessarily isn't the case in these days uh, and we're seeing that a lot of works are being undertaken uh, via updated drawings on site and the variation orders aren't being raised or the variation notifications aren't being raised you may well have some instances where uh, the methods and procedures of the work has changed from the original scope of works so or when you, uh, or how you plan to carry out the works and obviously that will have an impact upon how you uh, proceed and indeed it may well be a variation which you could seek an entitlement to change. The employer themselves may request a direct instruction or variation this could be via a variation to accelerate the works for example so be mindful of those and indeed acceleration in itself is a separate topic we often have in the UK and indeed internationally variations to expend provisional sums. We need to be mindful here in terms of the provisional sums in, in so much as are they defined provisional sums or undefined provisional sums. Defined provisional sums are where they need to be allowed for within the programme because there is sufficient scope known at the time of the assessment of the price and undefined provisional sums where are, they don't have to appear in the programme and indeed it's just literally an estimate of the works to be carried out. But again the variations to expend provisional sums is a, is a common example of how variations can be expended you may well have changes in the statutory requirements and regulations which may be governed by the regions that you're working in and indeed that itself you need to be mindful of those for variation orders and, and then you might have a, a request direct from the contractor to change the works so that may well be to suit um, their own method methodology of works and therefore it's a variation to how they have carried out their original intent and indeed you may well have an entitlement to change on a variation accordingly and you may well have inconsistencies or discrepancies between contract documents and those documents which are engrossed under the contract. So what you believe to be a contract document at the outset and what you believe to be an engrossed contract document, there may well be some conflict there and discrepancy which may well lead to variation. You might have tender assumptions that you've put forward that then get subsumed into the contract price and indeed by definition are then defined as part of a variation to the original contract you may come across unforeseen ground conditions now this is quite common here in the UK and indeed on quite a lot of international projects and those variations are dealt with specifically under the terms of the contract we also have changes in of work so for example you might well have a bill of quantities and here in the UK under the NEC option B which is a bill of quantities provision where those quantities are greater or less than those in the original contract, then we we get an opportunity to remeasure those, and the changes in quantity will obviously seek a variation accordingly. You may have a change to the quality or characteristic of the work. So it might go from a specific specification of an engineering brick, and it might well change to a more defined type brick type. Vis-a-vis it could be a common brick type example, which would be a lot cheaper. So again, be mindful of the quality and characteristics of work. Be mindful of changes to loads, positions, and dimensions on drawings. Again, these are detailed from the engineer or architect. But again, those dimensions and positions may well change as the works progress on site. And as you're busy uh, as contractors and subcontractors delivering the works, sometimes you often miss where this dimension changes, which obviously lead to variations and indeed additional time potentially in setting out. A variation obviously could could also mean an omission of work, so there may well be a reduction in the scope of work that you originally contracted on, this needs to be shown as a negative variation. And in general terms, we have additional works, as we've already spoken to, and changes to the sequence or timing. This is quite key because when, when you plan to do the construction works, obviously you plan, it, you plan to do it in a certain sequence, but if because of access issues or you're prevented from gaining free issue information or free issue materials from the employer this might have an impact on your sequence and indeed the regular progress of your works and timing you'll be seeking a variation you'll also be seeking a
0: notice of potential delay and disruption We hope you found today's podcast useful. The podcast is part of a series looking at variations based on webinars organized by the Institute of Construction Claims Practitioners. To see the full series, head over to instituteccp.com or search for ICCP Construction on Google. While we've taken every effort to ensure the accuracy of the podcast at the time of production, no reliance should be placed upon it and neither Decipher or the team take any responsibility for any errors or omissions in the cast. We hope you'll tune in again to another of our podcasts very soon.